uh it's a natural thing but you know how we do on this podcast everything natural is really supernatural but we don't want to give our all we scared to say jesus break me but he did it for us we need to search ourselves and say lord am i impacting people the way i'm supposed to we can see his power reflected right there and his love for us return to your friends. please do return. don't waste no time repeat and return and repeat <laughs> Welcome to A Cup of Grace. The world today has added so many laws. Think about that. Just think about it. Yeah, I think it's state by state. Everybody got, Everybody got a law. And then they'll recorrect that law with another law. Yeah. Then they'll take that law and make a whole new law. This world is so full of laws. Why am I saying that? Watch this here. Watch this. Watch this. this watch that make sense. More laws, less faith. More faith, less laws. Mm. Why am I saying that? Think about the territory in which we are in. If you had that radical faith that you're supposed to have for your city, you would have that mindset to want to be in a higher position. Because the more of the position that you're in, the more influence you have within your city. And if you're making more changes within your city, how can they make a law for it? Yeah. Now you have That's why they make the laws to get control. Look, look, look what the enemy does. The enemy set people in high places to, to set up certain law to keep us, no, not use that word poverty, set up certain laws to this, keep us in a sickness situation. They set up certain laws to keep us from not making money. That's what the enemy does. He has a few amount of people that's billionaires that's controlling certain law makers. And, but just imagine though, all of, just imagine if we had these faithful people in the White House, these faithful people in our cities and our governments. Less laws will be need to be made because we are changing our city, but we so used we letting the 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 the, the laws change us, and that's what Jesus did. He said, "I did not come in here to do all this with the law and all that." That's why they, when they had their religious stuff and they think they kept saying on the Sabbath about Jesus and and Jesus was talking about all the law. It's not that he was changing them, but through the faith he had in his God and the, the mission that he was about to do to come change this world, it was less laws needed within him. Because if you followed him, you didn't worry about those Ten Commandments because you was having a good time within him. And you did everything through love, through peace, understanding. So when that boy broke into your house, you didn't put all conviction on him when he went to the courthouse. And you didn't put full charges on him because it wasn't him that moved him to break in your house. It was the enemy. Yeah. But we don't see the big picture because our faith is not that radical to where we speak over our neighbor's kids or our boss or to, to move the situation around to, to make that mountain move as you were speaking about earlier. You gotta have that type of faith that moves the earth in another axis to another, another spin. Mm -hmm. Because that's what the Lord did. He came to change the atmosphere in which we live in. And if you don't do it in that, <clears throat> excuse me, in that type of faith, in that type of burning Desire, I like it like this too. I know I'm talking, but we letting the devil take something when he's up under our feet. And I'm gonna go off that right there. Hmm. That's what I was trying to say before is 
the the Tower of Babel, how they built up a tower to the heavens. They always wanted, well, not they, this is us as a people, always wanted to be God. We wanted to be in control. God looked down. He said, if all, all of their minds are together, they're like one mind. They're all working together mm -hmm. to build mm -hmm. this tower, not to do anything that God wanted them to do, but they're doing the complete opposite. That's what they did. That's what these systems are. It's doing the complete opposite of what God wants us to do. And he knows whatever we put our mind to, it will be. Let's put our mind into the radical faith we need to let things go when we don't want to let them go. Mm -hmm. As Moses' mom did with him when he was a baby. Mm, that was radical. Faith. Yeah. A, a lot of times we want to hold on to things that we don't supposed to hold them, uh, hold them to those things anymore. Sometimes God wants us to let them go so we can approach that, but in a different way, just like she did. She, she got to be able to be close to him and uh, nur nurture him. But from another standpoint, a lot of times we just want God to bless us under our terms and conditions. And, and, and we need to let him be God. And whatever he needs us to let go, whatever he needs to adjust in our hearts or, or, or in our lives, we need to have the faith that he's doing it for our well-being. But do we have radical faith to let the things that we, we pressure them, we, we treasure the most, that we love the most? Will you let it go? Would you let it go? And that's why I, was, I brought up the point that the devil, he dares us to challenge him in faith because he knows what we're afraid to lose. And we... Don't know how to let that thought go. Like you was just saying, what, what about that loss? Meaning, what about my daughter? What if he attacks her or my son? Or or what if my job is taken from me? By me going on this rampage for the Lord. And See, I've heard it, people say that it, before. It's that letting go. Like they almost um, held back they from They hold it. back because they're like, well, I still don't have myself together. Right. To be able to fight. The, and that's the let I go. Because this is going to come against me as soon as I do such and such it, that comes to this podcast here when we was trying to get this thing together mm -hmm. i'm saying did we get attacked we got we attacked. are still under attack exactly but it's all good because we know that we we have the victory we hold up the banner god has already won we just have to go to him yes and not on our own way of thinking and that's why i brought up the point that if the bible tells us that we are adopted in, through Christ Jesus, that we are the children of God, that we are heirs of God, and we share the same as Christ does. Okay? That's a fact. So if we share what he shares and enrich what he is enriched with, and we and the Bible says that the devil is up under our feet, what are you afraid of? Of being radical. Because how is it that the devil's under your feet, but he's still taking stuff from you? How is it that shows you that you're not trusting in your inheritance? That shows you that the radicalness that you're supposed to have within you to speak, to go forth, to do, to answer for. I don't care what comes your way. We have to understand as believers to, to truly know that I know why it's happening. Because I work for the Lord. Do you know that? other corporations fight each other if i develop a phone and you develop a phone i gotta make my phone better than you why you think the enemy ain't gonna work like that what and else? they take each other's stuff 
Because you make one phone, you make another phone. I'm going to take the stuff that you got in your phone and then I'm going to add a couple of stuff to it. That's what the devil do. He take exactly what God has and he adds this beautiful stuff that the stuff that you can physically see because he knows we serve an invisible God. He knows you can't just go and look at him like they did the idols look up and praise uh, uh, what it was golden calves and all that type of stuff. God but the enemy cannot amazing. take nothing from you that you can't get back. No. Joe and that's 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 what I was uh, I, I wanted to say. Um, a lot of times we feel like we have lost so many things, but did we really? For instance, a mother that had a son that he was a drug addict, and she was praying for him for years and years and years, and he suddenly died. But he died safe. In, in, in his very last few minutes, he was able to just get his life right with God. It may seem like the enemy took something from you, but did he really? Do You have to look past beyond that what we just, our, our human mind can conceive. You know, we when we trust and we know that God is in control of all things, I promise you that our perspective and the way we look at our problems are going to be different. And I feel like, a lot of us walking in Christ, we deal with a lot of a lot of anxiety and a lot of doubts because we just don't really know the God we serve. We don't really know the God we serve. But when we learn how to look at everything through his eyesight and we believe every word that he has, he has already spoken, everything must change. That radical faith kick in and, 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 and it just gives you that strength, that boost that you need to continue to move. Even when you see like you have make no advance. Fasting is the only way to really get to know God. Fasting. Fasting Stand and praying. Word. Because when you don't, how how can you know somebody who is so I can't even think of the word. God intricate. Is he he has so many pieces to God. I mean, it's so many names of God. Yeah. God is he says, I am that I am. He is whatever we need him to be in that moment. Doctor, lawyer, um, provider, anything that we need, he is. Now that's radical right there. Who can give you everything you need in one spot? Go to God. Learn how to, because fasting isn't easy. It's and it goes it, it back to that discipline. To yeah, it goes back to that discipline. Like we have to build up our spiritual muscles. We have to discipline ourselves in the Lord. We need to have prayer, like the Lord's prayer daily, daily forgiveness, daily deliverance, um, daily walking with the Lord. Not sometimes, all the time. Don't leave him back. Don't leave him at home. Don't leave him in. If you have a prayer closet, don't leave him in that closet. He needs to come every step of the way with God that that verse that says live by faith that that's a lifestyle yeah you live every day you don't die today and they live tomorrow you live every day live by faith that's the way you walk the way you speak the way you think and the way you feel at times you know you you have to embrace that word and truly just just run with it the, the way your feet move is this it's a sign of how your faith is you have to walk by faith, wearing the armor of God at all time. Like in the morning, I try to always remember to pray for that. I said, you know, ask the Lord, you know, by faith, I take on all the pieces of the armor because we're being attacked constantly. 
darts from the enemy to bring doubts about who God is in our life, will he do it? Does God love you enough to do it? Or will he just going to let you go through it? And if he lets you go through it, do you think he's going to give you the strength to endure? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Sometimes things will not get fixed the way we want to. But I love that peace that surpasses all understanding that I have been able personally to experience experience that for myself. Um, especially, you know, I have shared with this uh, this before um, with the, the health condition I have. I experienced body pain literally every second of my life. I, I was telling my husband, I wonder what it is like to have a day without pain. I don't know. I can't remember. And it can get frustrating. Uh, and it gets to me at times, but, but I, I thank God for that radical faith, that kicking, that listen, that even if God, it's not his will to heal me here, which it can be, I know one day I will have that glorified body where I will never, ever feel pain again or have a need for nothing. So I have radical faith to wait on my great day, whether it's here or is later on. And I don't want, and as your husband speaking to you now, I don't want you to wait for later on because mm -hmm. we are talking about radical faith and mm -hmm. I want you to want it now. Right. I, I do. I, I, I do. I don't think you right don't. I don't think that you, you, you know, you, you can, you, I don't think that in your mindset as me speaking to you now that mm -hmm. you have the mindset is like, I know my Lord can do it. I don't, I don't want you in that mindset. Or I, I even, I want you to think that I think you think that, but I am telling you, mm -hmm. want it now. Yeah. And I, I say that, now. I say that for this. For another reason, too, is it's like the enemy, as we was all saying, come and take everything, kill, destroy. That's his job. That's what he wants. He wants to mess up the Lord's kingdom. That's 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 just what he does. That's his job. But understand this. You brought up a point that just because evil is out there working doesn't mean that evil can't work for you. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that it can because. I know the Israelites was trapped in Egypt for a long time, broke, broke down in poverty, looking unwealthy, the strongest people there, but looking unwealthy, mm -hmm. but they had favor. And when you have that radical faith and you listen to the word of God, and I want to just show you something because y'all kept talking about it, how if you're listening to this podcast and you say, okay, but how do I know if I got faith or I don't know how my faith works. Well, take faith out and use the word word. Take out faith and use the word word. So we know faith comes by hearing, hearing the, the word, word of, God. of God, right? Mm -hmm. The word of God. So faith comes by hearing. So if I take out the word, we walk by faith. Watch this. Now let's take out faith and put in word. We walk by the word. If you don't know if you have faith, just read the Bible and walk by it. Mm -hmm. Don't go by your opinion. Don't go by your emotion. Go by the word. What did the word say? What did the Lord say? There's your faith right there. And the more you it's talking about action, the more you move within the word, your faith will kick in. Mm -hmm. Now you see the action moving. Now you see things are moving around you. But you got to understand that you got to have that. And I'm talking to my wife right now. You got to have that mindset of saying, I know what you're trying to take from me, mm -hmm. but you're not going to do it because like my Lord brought out the Israelites out of Egypt, mm -hmm. he didn't let them come out empty-handed, did he? Mm -hmm. He gave them everything they took. He said they sp the Egyptians spoiled them, gave them all their riches to get up out of there. And you got to understand that the enemy is trying that same thing to us now. And right now he's dealing with your health. But you got to have that radical faith now. Lord, I know you can do it, but I don't want to wait. 
Mm-hmm. You said you have mansions yes. in heaven for me when I get there. Mm-hmm. That means you have mansions for me here now because I have the faith in you that I, I don't have to wait to get my inheritance. My inheritance is now. Lord, you say when I get to heaven, I'm going to be healed. But Lord, I don't want to wait to get to heaven. I want to be healed now. That's Amen. the faith we all need to walk in. Yes. Lord, I know my son is out there in the world doing what he want to do. And I know you said you got him. And I know you said you're going to save him. But Lord, do it now. I'm tired of waiting. You are my God. You are my Lord. And June said, what? You are my everything. Amen. How can a God that has everything that you just said you are an heir to the throne with that has everything in your power, but you don't want to speak your tongue out and use that power within you and say, now, be like the commercial. I, I, I know how much money I got. And I know I'm getting little pieces of pieces, but we're tired of living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. And we even talk about in our spirit. Yes. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be high one minute in spirit and act like our dope fiend, get low and then go back up again. Mm-hmm. We want to stay high even in a time of circumstances that don't look right to us. So I'm telling you as your husband, as the man of this house, as the man of God, quit waiting for him to do it later. Quit thinking that he can do it later. I know your faith is in God. I'm not downing you. What I'm telling you is no one can do it but your faith that you have in God to tell him you want it now. It's not that you're denying the situation. It's not that you've been going through it for so long, but you want it now. It's so many things that I know within all of us that we got going on within our household. Oh, yeah. I know that we have things job-wise, Providing wise, as a man, I feel like I should be a strong provider, but I'm not at the top of the pole when it comes to money. But if I sit there and let that keep bothering me, then I don't really trust in God. I was thinking earlier when this the podcast was starting, the desire, that burn that we're supposed to have. Do we really have it? Because I'm going to be honest with you on this podcast. I really want to have my church. I really want to be a but do I have that desire? Am I doing it? Am I doing it? But I'm asking the question, am I doing it? I feel like I'm not. But I got to have that burn within me. Am I leading my house the way I'm supposed to? Am I comforting my wife the way I'm supposed to? Am I doing the things that I need to do for my kids the way I'm supposed to? Because if I can't keep my house in order and have that same desire, then why would God trust me with anything? Okay, so you want to be healed from all that because you never felt an inch of less pain for a long time. Guess what? How can he trust you with a healthy body if he knows you're going to run and go do something else? Go to the stores and shop all day or do this or do that. Where is that desire, that burn within our tongues to say, yes, it is. And yes, it is today. I guess what I was referring to, sometimes it's not the will of God to take some things just like as Paul. And we have to say, truly, I have faith, radical faith to say his grace is sufficient. Yes. Some, some, some things will not be, the outcome will not be the way we want them to be. So I like to think in either way, just like you were saying about, was it this one or the other one about the Hebrew boys? God has the power to deliver me. Yes. But even if he don't, that's radical faith. No, because no matter what the outcome is. We know we are victorious. Yes. And and that's what I, I was referring to. That 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 even now. Radical faith. Yes. Radical <laughs> I, got, I got confused. Yeah, no, both. Even now is yes. radical faith. Because yes. it's in the now. Yes. We're not waiting. Yes. We're not. What we're waiting for 
is for God to tell us what's next. We're not waiting for um, the healing because he's yes. already working on that. Yeah. He's yes. already moving on that part. Yes. But we don't want to stop. You know, God tells us to keep coming at that. Like he said, that woman um, with the judge. Oh, they kept begging him and yeah, telling him. She kept coming back and she kept yes. coming back. That persistent. Reverend. Yeah. And that's the same thing with the get this. Remember, Jesus was in the house of a Jew, but it was a uh, Gentile woman who had a little girl who was possessed with a demon. And she asked Jesus, would you heal my daughter? But Jesus said the children have to eat first. But she said something to Jesus consistently. Yeah. But even the dog eat the crumbs with the children. Yeah. But he, I take the she stayed in a radical situation because she knew she wasn't supposed to ask mm -hmm. Jesus for help because she was a Gentile at the time. Mm -hmm. It was for the Jews first. Mm -hmm. But Jesus seen that in her and said, go ahead now, your daughter is healed. Mm -hmm. And she went and her daughter was healed. And I also say that to the fact of David. David was out fighting a war and everything his people his men that was with him, all their families got taken, everything. But what did David do? In the spite of trouble, in the spite of his own people turning against him, he said, no, I'm going to the Lord in prayer. Mm -hmm. Lord, what you want me to do? The Lord said, pursue, go get it. But he didn't just say, go get it. He said, get all of it. All of it. Back. All of it. All of it. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that the enemy will come and take things from us. While we out doing God's will, yeah. God's work. Yeah. And we have to understand that even when it comes to a vision in our face that, oh, that was taken. If the Lord say it's for you, go get it. And the only way you get it, and I told you, you take out faith and walk in the word. You walk with God and you say it to yourself. It's mine. Give it back. So I like how you was asking, you were saying those questions, questioning your own faith. You were asking a lot of questions because you know what you're called to, but you're, you're asking the questions. You're just asking and you're just asking because we need to know. And God tells us to have faith like a child. Yes. Children will ask you so many questions, but sometimes we don't want to ask the question. Ask the question in your particular situation whatever you have going on ask yourself the question keep asking the question passionately go deep down inside and ask these questions it's going to god will answer them he will show you and, and you know he does it in a whole different way go to god y'all that's the radicalness a radical relationship with god. relationship we have to have a radical relationship with the father with the son and the holy spirit and and just to end this one um there's a story of a boy that uh, passed by a candy store and the owner of the store has a, a barrel that's what you call that the barrel yeah barrel. just packed with candies and so the owner of the store noticed the young boy was kind of staring you know but he noticed that he probably didn't have the money to purchase any so he was like you know go ahead son and just get you a handful and the boy will move and he said for a second time, the owner of the store told the young boy, I told you, go ahead. I know that you don't have it. You don't have to pay me. I just want you to get a handful of candy and the boy will move. So there goes the, uh, goes the owner for a third time and asked the young boy, get you a handful. And why haven't you, you know, why haven't you get your, some candies? And the boy look at him and say, because your hands are bigger. Mm 
Basically, he was patiently waiting on the owner of the store to grab the candies and hand it over to him. So we have to look at our be smart. Yeah. Look at our life like that's quit trying to fix things on your own. Yeah. Because nothing you can do, even when you think it's the greatest thing, can be compared to what God can do. Have that radical faith to know that God can do all things way better, surpass every expectation we have. And God, you can never go wrong by risking to have faith in God. And I say risking because we risk to, to have faith in many things. But just, I, I dare you today to have radical faith.